Welcome to Well and Back, the podcast hosted by three passionate osteopaths and wellness entrepreneurs, Justine Treadwell, Chloe Lawton, and Lauren Mallott. We're opening up our inner circle of holistic health practitioners we think everyone should have access to. Listen in as we share our personal and professional perspectives on how our bodies respond to our everyday choices, as well as our favorite health tips and tools to help us feel good and move well. So for anyone looking to figure out what your New Year's resolutions this year are or identify how you want to get to them, we have a couple suggestions for you on how to do so. So for me, I think that it's more about creating an environment that's conducive with the desired outcome rather than really focusing on the goal itself. What do you mean by that? Like goal-wise, like what would you list for creating an environment? Yeah, for myself, if I'm wanting to get better at cooking, it's okay, making sure I have enough time structure in my day to be able to get home from work in time that it's not 7.30 when I walk back through the door and I just want to go to something quick and default. Um, It might mean getting home a little bit earlier, or it was also for me changing my cookware. A, it aligned with decreasing my toxic load, but B, it was also like getting me excited about doing something in the kitchen versus just quick meals. And then thirdly, what we were talking about before is adopting that mindset of you're not bad at something, it's just new. Often things are just unfamiliar more than they are challenging. So being okay with taking the time and really enjoying it and making it a fun experience. So Um, I've done that with a couple of my other girlfriends, just sharing recipes and deciding on a day we're all going to do it at the same day and talking about how it went. I think for me, my, my tip and also something I'm working on, and I've already talked about a lot today, when you're writing down your goals, check in with yourself and make sure this goal is for me, for my ultimate vision and it aligns and feels good innately for me. It's not for anybody else. I think that'd be my my one tip. And just a couple things with fitness and nutrition is I always tell, especially my beginners or people that are really lacking motivation, don't overload it. The worst thing you can do is give yourself too much of a challenge. And that's when the negative self-talk comes in and the failure mindset and the stress comes in. I'll give one quick example. If you're trying to be more active and more consistent with exercise in that first week, just aim for three to four days. It doesn't have to be an hour long workout. It doesn't have to be with pretty workout clothes or at a gym. Just give yourself three to four days, 20 minutes each, and just kind of build off of that, making sure you're enjoying the process the entire time and not letting it stress you out. That's a good one, Justine, like build that momentum. Yeah. Knowing that the ultimate goal is getting work towards, but it's a process to get to the perfect action plan. So you're not failing along the way. You're just building up your momentum. Like you said. Yeah. For me, for setting goals, I kind of have like a three-step process. I start with listing a bunch of feelings that I want to have in the new year. Cause a lot of times when I'm disappointed in my current routine, I have feelings of guilt or frustration or disappointment in myself. So I list qualities or feelings that I really want to bring into the new year. For example, I have contentment, I have pride, I have structure, I have ease, I have preparedness, flexibility, uh, movement, grounding, love, excitement, adventure, like a bunch of 
adjectives or feelings. And I listed all of these out. And then I'll actually flip that and list some of the negative feelings that I have or some of my weaknesses from like the previous year or where I'm currently at. So then I'll look at my weaknesses or the negative feelings that are associated with that. So a big one for me is procrastination or uh, lack of timeliness. And that all makes me feel lazy or inefficient, unproductive, disorganized, incapable. <laughs> it's like very negative feeling. <laughs> that, and when I'm listing out certain weaknesses, if the feeling attached to it does not align with the feeling I want to bring into the new year, those are my priorities that I want to change. So for me, addressing my time management will help me to achieve so much of the efficiency I want in my life and the pride that comes along with that, the satisfaction, the success, the happiness, the ease, the contentment that all comes along with proper time management. So that's something I'm really focusing on this year. And then I'll take actionable steps, like I said, like the weekly planning of my meals or just finding the triggers in my day or in my week that really highlight my weaknesses and turning that into an action step to make it a positive or a strength of mine this year. I like that. It's like the highest return on investment in terms of making a change because you understand habit changes can be hard. Oh, that's great. Well, we want to wrap it up here today, but hopefully this encourages uh, some of you that might be on the fence, whether or not it's worth even getting into doing your New Year's resolutions again this year, or maybe in the past you felt like it hasn't really stuck, um, adopting some of these uh tips for taking the stress off of trying to do too much all at once uh, might help you along that. And the other thing for us is I think next week we're planning to sit down and do this all together, work through our resolutions. So finding a person, finding somebody who can help you with that accountability um, or just help you get out of your own head in terms of things that you want to fix and get it out on paper or get it out verbally helps a lot too. And get excited. Yeah. Yeah. Make it fun. My one last statement is that I am setting these New Year's resolutions with a start date of like January 8th because I just, I feel like this is very me, but the January, January 1st is yeah. hard because you want to have a fun New Year's or whatever you're doing. Yeah. It's like post-holiday craziness. And then I feel that if you don't get something done like January 1st onward, it feels like a failure at the start of your year. So I'm just setting a January 8th movement. That's my New Year's Day this year. I like that. I'm going to do that too now. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Well and Back. We hope you enjoyed this episode and gained some valuable insights into living your best life. Make sure to check out the show notes in the description for a rundown on today's episode. We are truly passionate about providing you with the best information and resources to help you on your wellness journey. For even more content, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at well and back. Please consider taking a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast by letting us know how this episode resonated with you or what you'd like to hear more of. It helps us to continuously improve. Until you're back, we wish you well.